This is Moss Whelan and Story in Mind. And the topic is um, suspense. And I, I've got this concept of Schrodinger's suspense, like Schrodinger's cat. And uh, this is riffing off of watching um, the season two of Lost in Space. Which is great. If you like science fiction, um, it's, it's a family show. Uh, it's adventure, suspense. And while I was watching it, I was remembering uh, classes in screenwriting, writing for television, and conversations about keeping things moving along. Um, just that sort of, you know, you want to have something, you know, always, um, not just on the horizon, but around the next corner. And I heard one person say it, something along the lines of, like if it was a screenplay, which is about 120 pages, that you'd have it every 10 pages would be this, you know, big um, moment um, of, of action, of suspense. And um, I'm thinking Schrodinger because of Schrodinger's cat, uh, where this cat is placed in a box. I believe this is physics. This is a physics um, a thought experiment. So the cat is placed in the box. Not a real cat. This is not real. But, you know, what if? And you put the cat in the box, and inside the box there's a um, poison and there's a 50% chance of the poison tipping over and killing the cat. Um, and that before you open the box again, that the cat is existing both alive and dead until you open the box. And that's, it's an interesting to think about. Um, but as I was watching these episodes of the sci-fi show, that are suspenseful and um, it, that it's also say it's part of the genre, it's part of the tone, it's adventure, suspense. And there's this quality as I was watching, uh, say, events. Usually there's these um, accidents, life threatening accidents. Somebody gets uh, wounded. Um, they, they get uh, infected. In, in one case, it was this plant life. Um, another, this, in, in one episode, like people were being threatened. Uh, let's see, how many times was it? It's like one, two, three, four, um, possibly five times as I'm going through this. But there was this one situation at the end, um, I'm not going to give it away for spoilers, but there's this one situation where two characters are in threat, and we don't know if they've survived or not. You know, it's the it's the cat in the box, fifty percent chance, and I, I that for me that was this moment of eureka, going aha, I, you know, I understand suspense all of a sudden that there's this state of unknowing. And it was a literal, um, it was a containment uh, situation that um, uh, two of the characters were in this confined environment. There was a threat to their life and uh, the other characters were rushing to see if they had survived. And, and, and we were rushing with the uh, the characters on the outside of the box to to open it and to see, uh, you know, if the cat was alive or dead, and oh, that's the episode. <laughs> Thanks for listening. There's nothing more to talk about, but of course not. Uh, now now this is a case of applying it as I'm sitting here going, you know, you know, what do I do with this? Like this this brainwave, and the immediate, for me, the immediate scene, no, 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 the chapter. There's a couple scenes in the chapter. And in, in film writing, screenwriting, it would be called a sequence. 
and you could think of say a chapter as a sequence with uh, like smaller scenes inside of it and i i just happened to have looked up why uh it's called i i could be wrong but i remember something about um it used to be where they would have to ha- they would have film reels and um, so one film reel was a sequence. These are smaller film reels before they got quite big. Um, and this was in the early days of, uh, of film. Um, so probably silent and black and white. And then they would be uh, swapping in these reels and maybe some entertainment in between. Right. Um, so that's one little nugget I picked up. On we go. Uh, so for me, I, I, I was thinking about my writing at the moment, the chapter I'm working on, the scenes I'm working on. Uh, part of one of the tools that I have now is um, from Theodore Sturgeon, a writer back in the 20th century. And he had this... Uh, motto or just a reminder and it was this capital Q with this arrow um, pointing to the right and it it would be what's the next question next question uh, right so I'm uh, applying this just habitually constantly asking asking myself what's next what's next what's the next question in the question is doubt, right? This uncertainty. We're setting something up, the setup, development, and payoff. You know, this mini three-act structure. And in in this idea of Schrodinger suspense, uh, setting up a situation where we don't know how it's going to. It it like that. There's fifty percent, um, or could it be even more extreme? that there's a much greater chance of, of death that, um, yeah. So I'm, si- I'm sitting here going, well, how would that work? Anyways, that, that there's a greater percentage of the poison, um, you know, being knocked over and uh, the cat expiring. Or, or less of a chance. Right. So in the chapter that I'm working on right now, uh, there is this race... Um, against time and can the point of view character uh, beat the odds can they can they get there on time so there that's one quality of suspense Uh, another quality of suspense going on is uh, an argument uh, wanting something uh, to turn out some way but that there are the odds against this Uh, can the main character sway or convince or bamboozle you know and and uh get get what they're what they're wanting in in this case it's a it's a situation of knowing knowing that something is going on uh, knowing that there's this uh I will say, like, eliminating one person uh, from a social situation, you know, a family situation. It's like, oh, okay, we're going to send a person away. Uh, get, you know, kind of get rid of them, get them out of the picture. And uh, another, our, our point of view character is fighting against that. This could be applied to, uh, to, any, to any situation. One of the... Um, it, one of the arguments that makes sense in, the, um, in, a, in a theatrical, in a dramatic way, is that there is always a conflict, and that conflict uh, is in, in, within or on the outside. So there's this never-ending never pulse, uh, this rhythm of going, uh, we're on the outside uh, attempting to make things happen. There's this doubt that has been sowed. The, the doubt is internal. Um, there could also be, say, this confidence. You know, it's, oh, it's, you know, it's totally going to happen. And feeling like something, something is, oh, it's going my way. 
but that that is flipped over and it, it's got to be this constant sort of juggling of uh, it's kind of like a f- wheel of fate wheel of fortune it, you know it's always spinning around and as as we go up the wheel where you know oh yeah it's totally going to happen and um, feeling confident and everything and even having a moment you know sort of in the spotlight and but all of a sudden we're we're on the downswing and things are going wrong and we're falling apart and everything's not working and then once again we start climbing up that ladder right so suspense I'm pretty sure I've done an episode about suspense before and so this would be um, a more kind of microscopic question of suspense I believe, too, that I talked about one way, like, say, for suspense that that I don't like, which is where information is left out that we ought to have access to, and uh, that is um, the point-of-view character having knowledge, having knowledge. And it would be something like, um, and please don't do this, <laughs> I think too, it's like out of desperation, um, not knowing how to how to um, do something otherwise. We need some suspense, so we're going to kick the reader out of the point of view, and it'll be something like uh, a plan, right? That that they're going to rob a bank, right? Or they're going to, you know, they're going to f- they're figuring out some way of doing something, and all of a sudden. It, we don't have access to it, right? And they planned all night, right? And then uh, next chapter, you know, we we watch we watch it unfold. Um, I think it, I think it has more to do, say, with the access because if you watch a movie, TV show, theater, that in a, in a way we don't really have access. We don't have a point of view character. We might be following a character around, and perhaps they're talking to us. You know, um, what's it called? Breaking the fourth wall. You know, and looking into the camera and and informing us of how they're doing and what's going on. Kind of shaping the narration. But within with within literature, every time it happens, I feel disappointed because it, a, a rule has been broken. Like say up until this point, usually it seems to be in the third act that there's this, it's not a violation, but it just feels so wrong <laughs> then. And I, I'm always disappointed. Uh, all of a sudden I'm kicked out and it's like, wait, you know what, you know, that's not cool. Um, I've invested in everything. And I suppose the argument back is, well, you know, you've invested. So, uh, why not go along for the ride? Uh, I want to see the planning, but also I want to, I do, I want the suspense of it. Like, will it work? And I want it to not work and then to have, you know, to turn around and right, then it does, whatever the plan is. Right. So back to Schrodinger's suspense. So I've given the example of how it, how that doesn't work, especially for the reader um, and I believe in the episode I talked about the um, about kicking out the reader that 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 to me it seemed like something that a publisher did, and, but also you know that it was a kind of desperation. And, you know, it needs something. We don't have time. Um, you know, it, let's just kick this out the door. And hopefully the reader will forgive us. Never. Uh, but yeah, and I, I, I just gave an example of, you know, well, why not take us along for that ride? Why not include us in the skullduggery, the cloak and dagger? Um, yeah. In, in instead of sort of um, <laughs> all of a sudden the main characters, you know, going off to a secret room and and uh, sort of. We're not included. We're, you know, we're not trusted with this information. So how can that be turned around? How can we, I probably already said it in that episode, but let's do it again. 
that, uh, so the suspenseful scene, okay, the reason for doing it is, a, is this worry, this lack. And what, so what I'm suggesting is not the main character, but other characters, just like in Lost in Space, that something has happened to those characters, um, secondary characters, side characters, and um, there's this doubt of, of their safety, of their survival, of their success. It, it would be something along the lines of almost being outside of the plan or having to uh, you know, ditch the plan. It goes horribly wrong, and so you leave, and you're not sure whether things have gone okay for the other people. For some reason, this reminds me of um, there was a YMCA across the street, and a bunch of my um, uh, childhood friends and I went in. Not everybody; <laughs> some of us were were um, um, uh, upstanding citizens, but the rest of us, we we we. It just happened to be we found that a um, I believe it's a window. A window was left open. Something was left open, and so we we got in. And and two, we got separated, and it was really freaky, and sort of not knowing what happened to uh, the other people. And there was this sort of there was this great doubt uh, about about what was going on. So so that that's an example separation, right? Which create creating this suspense. We don't know what's going on. You know, it, is it going to be successful? Let's see. I'm just thinking of. Forgive me, I have to go to L-O-T-R, Lord of the Rings, Loter. And um, thinking about the separation of uh, between um, the characters, the fellowship gets divided up. And occasionally this information will wash over, but for the mo- most of the time, uh, most, most of the book, it would be probably actually the Two Towers, the middle book, where... Uh, we don't know. We don't know what's going on. Um, is, you know, are other people alive? Is it just us? And having to continue uh, without, without certainty. And I'm sort of, I'm thinking, did they ever do this thing where, where they kicked the reader out and we didn't know what the plan was? <clears throat> I don't remember it. There were a lot of plans... Um, there were a lot of plans on the outside, say, um, the mentor character, Gandalf, uh, has all this stuff going on in the background. Uh, 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 yeah. And I don't think that, say, the hobbits were... Yeah. So I don't think the hobbits were... To my mind, I wasn't... I can't remember being super offended and left out of the... Um, uh, yeah. It's like, I, but I have full access. I can... <laughs> what do you mean? Where do I have to sign up for full access? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's sort of like behind the scenes. You know, yeah, behind the scenes, behind the curtain. And um, I don't remember that happening in Lord of the Rings. At least to the point of view, um, characters. Um, say the case of... Uh, Strider, Aragorn, we're not getting, of course, all of the information. Um, okay, so Schrodinger's suspense. Now, there's a 50-50 chance, and uh, I, I like the notion that uh, it's not always successful, right? Because then you're, you're always expecting it, right? Oh, there's some doubt, but we know how it's going to turn out. That that's not cool, and why? Because it limits the suspense. If there's doubt ab- about success, then the suspense is ratcheted up. And yes, we want that. And uh, and yet, I'm just trying to think of a situation, a Schrodinger situation, that would involve the. It would be interesting to flip it around so the point of view character is the cat. Right and that, and to I'm remembering scenes. It could be in novels. It could be movies. 
TV where uh, the main character is um, uh, stuck somewhere. There's a life-threatening situation, and they're fine. Yes. <laughs> Maybe injured. I'm trying to think if I've ever, you know, had, you know, somebody has, you know, died in one of these situations in the box. And I can't think of one, but it, it is interesting, say, you know, where we see what happens, but the other characters don't know. And so, you know, they break into the room or, uh, you know, the car or wherever it is, whatever the situation is. And uh, they're so concerned and they say things like, you know, oh, we didn't know if you were going to be okay. And, you know, thank goodness you're all right. Uh, that could be a setup for later on that say we see success, survival, um, that, uh, let's see, it, building expectations. There could be a, a sort of cycle of suspense, and I'm just thinking of how loading that, that it would be, uh, say, you know, we have this first moment of suspense, and, and let's let's give it sort of a three-beat like a setup development payoff that the the first moment of suspense is successful so we're we're you know confident you know yeah we're in this sort of first act experience this high stress experience yeah okay we got through that uh you know these are you know it's you know, success yes then we get into the second act and we're building up the suspense and boom it's negative and, you know, oh, no, you know, that means that it's, you know, we're not going to have success all the time. Doubt, um, you know, you, you open up the box and, uh-oh, the poison is spilt over. And uh, this time the cat is dead. Uh, just as a segue, I'm, I'm remembering, uh, this is just for me, that I, I was pretty sure that it, it's involved in uh, quantum physics that this state of being alive and dead at the same time and uh, what is it quantum entanglement that uh yeah and i'm sort of gone off the track but i mean if if you wanted to look it up it is it is interesting if if you're at all curious about uh say what the talk about uh quantum computers is and what how exactly it works versus um uh, the binary of uh, on and off um, in, say, machine language. So there's that. Ver versus uh, quantum, which is, I guess it would be quantum language, which is uh, both. <laughs> that uh, On and off. It could be on, it could be off, it could be both. Right. I pr and I probably have that wrong. Um, but anyways, that's... This is me attempting to remember Schrodinger and going, wasn't that quantum physics? Uh, so almost saying that suspense, in a way, it has this, uh, there's this uncertainty. Um, I just like attaching it to the, the, the physics of it. Okay. Uh, the, the third uh, beat, or the third act, the payoff, uh, in, in this doubt would be success. The, the order could be flipped around, right? It could, um, it could go failure, success, failure. Uh, why am I suggesting a kind of rhythm to it? Because if, if you just have uh, success, 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 it, it doesn't, it's you know, obviously you're watching it and going, oh, hey, um, you know, this is exciting, right? But it doesn't have, there's no threat, or at least it's not as threatful. So um, it, it, the, the sense of um, failure as well, just watching Lost in Space, um, it could be somebody um, getting infected, right? It could be somebody, you know, getting damaged. Uh, they're, you know, back in the hospital bed, you know, and of course we know that they're going to be okay, uh, but do we? And how can we set that up in a way that, um, where we're un unsure, there's this uncertainty? A threat, right? and, and the question is, well, what is the threat? 
uh, involved in the suspense. Yeah, yeah. So say you're you're watching the show, and I guess too, I'm just thinking of uh, kids shows, um, <laughs> younger people shows, where you really you can't. As I'm saying this, I'm going. Well, what about Doctor Who? <laughs> Even in the old Doctor Who, there was a body count and. I'm trying to think of whether I'm pretty sure even like you know very early on that there was um people dying right people dying there was this threat um you know of course you know the core group is going to be okay but again there was this ongoing threat and this uncertainty also too people leaving the show I don't think people ever this is not true people actually did die um like main characters the doctor's companions, and and then of course the doctor, uh, him or herself. So it, it's interesting to be talking about um, another show. Uh, there's, you know, kind of complaints and nostalgia about, uh, you know, rubber costumes and that, and, and shaky sets that they're not quite. It it's sort of say, you know, what is it? It's more difficult to. Um, suspend belief in those kinds of situations, and I'll, I'll with the recent Doctor Who, I'll, I'll, um, there'll be people who are complaining about you know the camp or the cheesiness or the you know the moon has suddenly hatched into a giant dragon, right? And you know some um, <laughs> some somebody who you know is on the up and up says you know that would destroy everything on earth you know as far as humanity and um just the science of it right and you know well it, it is a kids show don't say that right and th- but that's the other part of it is is how how serious something like lost in space it's a family show uh it's it's awesome but uh, I've even read comments from people who are, you know, you know, it's, you know, kids, kids show Star Wars. If you lower your expectations to a 12 year old, Star Wars is awesome every time. Um, but if you're coming at it as, um, I don't know, you know, what is it? <laughs> 20 to whatever age, forget it. Um, as soon as I lowered my expectations, Actually, that could be said about life. As soon as you lower your expectations, everything is better. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. And and then sort of celebrating the small successes, right? You know, wow. Like I talked to um, this guy named Steve Forty, and he, he was talking about, he's older. I, I want to say he's 70. Forgive me if you're not, but <laughs> he's probably 80, looking a good 70. But he... Um, part of the science fiction, local science fiction fantasy community. Sci-fi. He's sci-fi. And he he said that uh, uh, waking up every morning is a surprise. Like it's, it's sort of like, oh, awesome. You know, I didn't die during the night. That's his Schrodinger suspense, right? Every night it's like, well, this could be it. <laughs> okay. Um, that, that might've been macabre or whatever, but uh, um it's the little things in life, right? <clears throat> okay. Um, suspense. Why do this? Uh, it, it almost feels like, say, for every genre that we've got to be um, injecting this uncertainty, this 50% chance um, of, of getting what we want. We have what we want versus what we need. Uh, and what we want versus what we need. The cat, of course the cat wants to stay alive, and we want the cat to stay alive. Why, why on earth would we ever put, you know, this radioactive material or, or poison or, um, you know, a, a, you know, a, a tiny-sized, uh, what would it be, a bomb, right? A cat bomb, accidental, and give it instructions, right? Now cut the blue wire... Which, I can't see. Which one is the blue wire? Right. So, we want suspense. 
Um, there's there's the threat of loss. I th- I think too that it's it's about it's sort of like this um, slowly st- uh, stepping it up. That's what I got from screenwriting is that we have to increase this threat every step of the way. This uncertainty, and like I'd mentioned with this um, the cue and then the arrow. The next question. What is the next question? That we're creating, we're creating the box. We're creating the scenario uh, with with the cat and the cat alive. That's the success. The cat dead. That's the failure. And it doesn't necessarily have to be something physical. Um, it could be even just say a situation of uh, attaining I almost want to go like it's it's a bit of um going after what is it a hit it's a hit of dopamine there's another word where we have a success and we feel good about it and no I'm not coming up with it I think the chemical is e something about you know the brain chemistry um a neurotransmitter something along those lines it's not epinephrine Anyways, moving on. So, we want suspense. Even if we're doing, even if it's a romance, there's this endless question of, like, there's this uncertainty. You know, is this going to happen? The into is, you know, the ultimate, right? Is it going to happen? This Is the romance going to happen? Uh, the threat to it, the threat to success of of the um the the cat staying will the cat stay alive <clears throat> maybe too i don't know if you know um save the cat but it's a screenwriting book and had a couple spin-offs um but it's 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 great it's one of it's one of the um one of the good ones so save the cat right um other genres where we would even even horror of course even though even though there's a body count i'm just thinking of something like um following the main character um some kind of serial killer or maybe it's a supernatural um threat and there there is that suspense question um especially say through movies is is the main character going to make it out alive right and they become the cat um and 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 then there's this you know the rise and fall the you know successes failures successes failures one thing i keep i keep coming back to is well what about two successes in a row and i love that because um you know it keeps the the readers guessing um that on a subconscious level like say we're reading along and we're that say we, we might get stuck in a pattern of oh there's been a lot of successes so this probably will be a success because the last one i see the pattern here and then ooh, you know uh upsetting that um upsetting that that it's not so predictable there's the word um yeah right because you know the cat uh, there's that 50% chance of of it going either way just to jump back to the um episode of lost in space that i was talking about that 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 moment um that kind of struck the chord for me where uh these two trapped characters um there was this question of of whether they had survived the trap basically and the other characters are rushing in to find out and and it it works because the point of view characters on the outside i gave the scenario of of being on the inside but say just opening up the mechanics of it and going well um how do, how why does it work how does it work uh caring about whoever's in the box um that 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 intensifies it so uh for example um 
I don't, I'm sure you've seen the same, you know, basic pop culture references, the movies, films, even music, um, music videos where someone is, um, someone dies, but it's like that there's no, um, value beyond them being a human being. And as audience, um, we're, we're sort of unplugged, right? And we don't have a value statement on them. And that it's much more intense, say, if, if we load um, that character with some kind, of, some kind of value beyond being human being. Of course, you know, we're, we're obligated to care, you know, but why not make it, you know, we, kind, you know, we actually do care. And uh, to do that, we see them saving a pet like a cat. Um, we see them doing something nice. Or it could be that something bad is happening to them. They're rolling with the punches or um, they're going through a tough time. Uh, they could be helping somebody going through a tough time. And that uh, doing that uh, creates more suspense, right? It, it's, it suddenly becomes more important. And that's another irritation when there's this sort of, there's this death and its purpose in the story, like say, there's a lack of suspense. The, the, the death or, or, or the threat, the... Um, the antagonism towards a character that it's it's defining say the antagonist or it's defining the situation the setting that we're in right somebody um, a minor character goes into the quicksand and right which illustrates how dangerous the place is and our main character is trying to save them that shows how important our you know oh our our main character is good um, but as as this secondary character sinks away, you know, it's like, oh, goodbye. I'm, I'm thinking of, oh, I shouldn't do this, but I'm thinking of Cull. I think it was a 1980s movie. And so we have a whole bunch of, you know, um, cannon fodder. It's sort of Fellowship of the Rings, light. And there's some great stuff in it. I, I was actually interested in looking up the um, production of this movie and uh main character has glorious hair i can i can re recommend looking it up for all the cheesiness this guy's hair he's got the the beard and he's got the the perm and it's it's all it's all happening it's uh what is it a uh, honey coated disco does that work <laughs> but but anyways um two, it's got really weird elements um, and it's this sort of attempt of fusion, uh, sci-fi and fantasy. Uh, right. So, uh, one thing I do remember is that the, that slowly characters were picked off one by one. There were characters, there was this valuing of characters, but, but at the same time, I didn't, it's sort of like, say, comrades, right? And we have, you know, they're bonding together um, and yet there's this great distance where I don't really care, you know, and I'm, I'm not connecting. And, okay, well, what, what is it that would make me um, connect? I've talked about that before, of, um, that for myself it's this, it's like, I don't want to manipulate people. I don't want to um, sort of trick them into something. But isn't that what a story is? Isn't it this huge trick? You know, and if you do it well, the person enjoys it, right? and then they go home and live their life, and you know, hopefully they'll pick up the next uh, story. You know, tell me a story, right? Uh, the, you know, the magic, a, a performance, uh, right? So, <laughs> uh, why not um, the, the the cat in the box? Why not load up the cat? Before, before this, you know, like say, uh, I'm allergic to cats, but, uh, you know, cats are fine. And I've met some great cats. I've met some jerk cats. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want uh, a cat to um, have poison in a box. And uh, so, um, but, but my, my, the thing I'm posing is that why not 
show that this cat is like really, um, really worth something. The, the difficulty is then it's like, well, why would you ever, you know, if, if you really, you know, needed the cat, liked the cat, wanted the cat, then why would you put it in the box? Uh, okay, so that's the scenario for you to build that there's this threat to um, what what is important. It is interesting, sorry, but it is interesting to me that there's this kind of disconnect of, like, uh, what is it called? It's not sociopathic, but it's um, where... It's it's like the um, animal testing, and what's the other name for it? There's a, a name for it where it's like, um, anyways, hurt, hurting animals, like, you know, scientists doing um, research and using animals and, um, you know, killing them, putting them in pain. And so this is drifting into sort of the ethics of the Schrodinger's cat in a, in a greater sort of scenario, Um what am I doing? Am I critiquing my own... Uh, I, I just saw... I keep seeing people talking about killing their characters and I'm trying to remember if I've done that. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure somewhere I've done it. Uh, but it's, it, it's not something that I'm, you know, hyper about. I'm just trying to think if that's true. But... Just to continue, and apologies, but... So this cat, uh, like Mr. Whiskers, the local cat um, that I see often. Mr. Whiskers is... I have not had any trouble with Mr. Whiskers. Mr. Whiskers um, gets rid of uh, some some mice that... It, it, mice cropped up, and Mr. Whiskers took care of that. And um, sadly, he's on the lookout for little birds as well. Um, not so happy about that. Um, but say with the mice, it's this health concern and, um, mouse, you could buy, you know, uh, death free traps. Yes, I could. Uh, all right. So how do we add value? Um, I mentioned, I mentioned a few things, which it's, uh, to, to show to show that they are, to show that the cat has worth in, in the same sense of like, it, it could be like the lost in space um, characters that we invest in them, that we see them, we see them at their lows, but we also see in them that they're redeemable, right? They're not um, lost. One thing I like about these characters too is, is that there's this uncertainty that, they all have, and it, I'm just thinking back, and I'm going, you know, it's, it's always been there, this doubt. Each one of them has doubt. Uh, yeah, yeah, even, um, even the bad doctor, Smith, has doubt. Right. So, it, let's see, how are we doing for time? So we're wrapping things up. And we're talking about Schrodinger, we're talking about suspense, and this the dual state, uh, uh, the uncertainty. So it's, once again, it's the, the mystery box, and, and yet we know what went into the mystery box, and the potential of what happens in the mystery box, and that we are going to open the mystery box. Usually mystery boxes are not opened, right? And we don't know what's in them to begin with. And it's it's just about sort of um, acknowledging that there's something that we don't know something, right? It's, so it's a was an induced ignorance, right? this reminder, right? You don't know everything. <laughs> it's like, when can I open it? When can I open it? Christmas presents, any kind of presents, wrapped up, bows on top. Uh, you know, this, you know, the mysterious um, present deliverer. Okay, so we can build up the value and increase the suspense. The, the suspense goes up when we are concerned about what's going to happen. Um, we don't know exactly. 
Uh, I was just thinking again of Lord of the Rings that say, we don't know the outcome. You know, rationally, of course you do. You, you know, you, you sort of go, well, these are the main characters. Like, how could they possibly um, end up toast? And, uh, and, and yet, you know, the, the, the best is where there is this uncertainty, where there is this, um, you, know, they, you know, they fall down or they get hit or... Uh, I think I yeah I remember the book The Hobbit, where uh, Bilbo gets bonked on the head and he's he's out of he's out of the game. But even little things like that, uncertainty where we don't know, and then we have it reported later what exactly happened. Um, earlier in that story, Bilbo rolls off into the darkness and is lost, number one. The other people, um, they're looking for him, but it's, they're also on the clock and they've got to get out of there. And there's this play of with emotional states. You know, yeah, they want to help him, but um, they're involved in their own suspense. If they don't get out in time, uh, you know, bad things are going to happen. <clears throat> Schrodinger's suspense... One of the last things that I was thinking about this quality of, of being alive and dead at the same time was undead, right? Of, of being a, a zombie, that that could be the third state, right? Uh, that, you know, there's a zombie cat in there. This is probably going to totally destroy physics, right? How they go, oh, you know, oh my God, it's an, it's an Einstein moment. You know, the janitor has spoken. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure that somebody else has, has talked about that. Yeah, but what about that third state? And that's, as far as, say, writing goes, writing suspense, that's totally going on. We constantly have people who, um, they don't get out unscathed, right? That there is a penalty, there is a price. And it, you know, it can be life-threatening. Or it can threaten, you know, your financial state, or it could, you know, there's some kind of damage somewhere. Um, it could threaten a relationship. You know, yeah, you got through that, but I, I'm just thinking of something like um, somebody goes, uh, a sol uh, yeah, soldier, soldier goes on tour, and they get through it, but when they come home, you know, the relationship's over. Uh, maybe they left, you know, it was a fa they had a family, which actually is very um, lost in space. And let's uh, say you, you know, might have this question of, you know, duty, national. Um, you want to, you know, serve, you want to, uh, you're a patriot, and, and yet the cost is. And will, or will you risk that chance of, of losing Right, so I am curious to see whether this is different than the suspense um, uh, episode. Uh, but at the same time, I think it, it is good to, to go back over it again, look at it in a new way. <laughs> this is my excuse. As we, as we slowly round the bend here. All right. Um... Can, can, just to end, can the cat be alive? Like, it, technically, the argument in physics is the cat is alive and dead at the same time. That is, it ex exists in these two states until the box is open. And th that's a weird thing to be going forward in, in writing. And in, in a sense that let's say, the unwritten story or where you're not in the final draft and you, you can't say yet. And there's this beautiful quality. There's this suspense f for me as writer that uh, I can't say. And I've seen a manuscript completely change and become something else, something better, which is nice. But also um, there's a quality of like say, uh, wanting to um, control, wanting to hold on to something, but ultimately having to let go to allow it to be better, to, you know, respond to feedback. 
um, look for the gold nuggets and to be listening. And I've had moments where I can't do feedback um, or things like not, not looking at a review um, because then, you know, it affects, it affects things. And I still like the idea that reviews are for readers and uh, that, that say I'm doing things. Like say, for example, if I read every review, uh, especially thinking of what I'm working on now, that that would affect, that would alter what I'm doing. Um, that I would be concerned with appeasing everybody and that's not cool. Um, or getting upset because, you know, <laughs> the most important thing is that we like ourselves at least, right? <laughs> okay, so e existing in two states at the same time. Suspense is ratcheted up because we are concerned. Um, you know, the, the science disconnects. Um, I think, though, the value is in, um, you know, this threat to life. It is, it is a thought experiment, and, um, and yet I can think of many examples where uh, it's, it's really important. It's strange, too, um, what is it? I, I woke up recently and I heard this yelling and somebody was like yelling for help. And I, I sort of stumbled around and got dressed and went out to, to see where it was coming from, but it had stopped. And I had this confusing moment of, you know, was it a dream? You know, is it my neighbor? So I went over and knocked on the door and, um, and, and, and weirdly enough, no one, no one answered the door. So I was just sort of left there waiting, and I thought I heard it somewhere. Uh, it could have even been something like, you know, sort of like a, somebody's watching a TV show, and it just happens to sort of travel the the sound of it. But that, that for me was like this um, moment of suspense, a realistic moment of suspense, um, and caught in between. And um, morally caught as well, because if I don't do anything, then that, you know, I have to live with that. Um, things like, I remember, it was like, I think New York, and uh, there was a murder, but like, this neighborhood heard it, and yet no one went and dealt with it. Because they, you know, it was night, they didn't want to go outside, they didn't want to get involved, um, you know, you're a lone person and you go down there and, you know, all of a sudden it's a gang or something and um, you call the police, you know, and the police are not coming and that weighs heavily on your, I was going to say heart, but I, I, I'm thinking more kind of like humanity, your, your, moral, um, your moral compass, especially if you find out later, you know, what, what happened to the cat, right? Then you're like, oh my gosh. <clears throat> Ultimately, it's, this is, yeah, final words, <laughs> literally, <laughs> figuratively, uh, that uh, it's speaking to our own uh, experience. It's speaking to our own uh, life. And so when we're writing those scenes, if, if we can inject our own, you know, experience and values into it, and that the reader will pick them up. Hopefully it's, it's a universal kind of um, communication where, where there's a threat, say, um, a threat to safety, a threat to stability that everybody could understand. Like, you know, somebody in a foreign language, foreign culture can pick up. Um, even a different time, like that, you know, it, what you wrote pick, is picked up a um, hundred years later. And that it resonates. Um, that that that's the better um, suspense, right? That that's the the better uh, you know, tugging at the heartstrings. That, and too, that term is, I think, a good example of what doesn't. Um, what is the cliche, right? Instead of tugging at the heartstrings, it just grabs the heart, right? Forget about the strings and just 
uh, grabs the heart and, you know, squeezing that heart. Uh, how do we do that? How do we make it, you know, how do we make the experience so relevant, right? That people are both throwing the book across the room because they're so upset, but, but at the same time running, you know, they're running after the book that they've thrown because they've, you know, they don't want to lose the page. Uh, that, you know, the great stuff of care, uh, readers, uh, crying because of books that, you know, the suspense, the emotional suspense is, is so great. Um, you know, people doing great things, but also the loss of great things, right? The the potential um, for for beauty, for um, compassion, and uh, the the threat to it as well. Yeah, and so the the, the greater argument is that suspense is all encompassing, and suspense. Is, is not one, um, one specific uh, anxiety-inducing thriller. It's anxiety across the, uh, the bandwidth, <laughs> across the spectrum. It's um, everything. Uh, I don't know about you, but I've, I've stopped reading books that it's just too much, right? You know, and other people are like, oh, I love this, right? It's wrecking me, you know, and they, they want that. Um, I'm trying to think of of things yeah one one argument too for writing editing is to go the maximum and i I really i'm pretty sure i heard that advice from a screenwriting class and then you can pull it back that it's easier to do that than to ratchet it up later Um, which is possible but it i guess it makes sense because you've gone to the extreme um, anyways, it's something to think about, you know, why not go all the way and then, you know, tone it down. And then somewhere I'm hearing some writers say, oh, you know, that, you know, why, why would you water it down? Why would you make it weak? And I, um, I'm just thinking of literature, genre, fiction that I've read that is, you know, that tonally that, you know, it's not, (laughs) It's it's not um, it's so extreme, right? You could have extreme moments, but it's not you know every beat, every page, paragraph, character is, is not you know this extreme um, melodramatic, etc., 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 which does exist. It is out there. But anyways, that was one piece of advice I got. So Schrodinger's suspenseful box um schrodinger's scene so in the end we don't it it, yeah suspense might be the wrong uh in a way it's too much it it has connotations right away I, i was thinking tension that that might be a better word for it that you know, that we're looking for that. Um, just as an, an analogy, I don't know if you've done music before, but say playing guitar, for example, playing um, uh, string instruments, and that you apply tension and that increases, like that um, raises or lowers the sound, right? The, um, the note, just like thinking, wait a second, is that, is it, what is that, is that tone? Anyways, so it's a higher note or a lower note, and that, that depends on um, tension, right, you, you add more tension, and you have a higher note. Um, just to, just to think about it as, as far as, say, like the sound of something, right, or the quality of something, that it's more, uh, tense, more tension, and that the threat is uh, is higher. Uh, interesting too, like say the value statements. I think culturally about what is more valuable, and 
the 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 weirdness of it but then there's also there's always some reason for it that uh, that we have uh, cultural values placed on, on individuals you know certain individuals are more valuable than other individuals uh, children uh, for example um, you know what is more what is more valuable young people old people um, you know the what is that saying the ship is sinking women and children first uh, you know but what's the rationale for that and of course those terrible um, characters who dress up uh, or people even who you know dress up in um, say women's clothing a, a male who dress up dresses up to disguise themselves to get on the boat to get away um, like from the Titanic. Uh, okay, so now I'm thinking of, of Mr. Toad dressing up to escape prison. My my mind is going off somewhere else, and I I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's a good um, a good place to end. Let's see. Finishing up, and we are finished. And thank you for listening. I hope that was uh, hope that was okay. Take care.